Yo, 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 guys and girls, what's going on? I hope you're having a wonderful freaking day today. My name is Jimmy, and this is my podcast, Mind Over Matter. And if you have not done so already, press the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever it is that you're listening to this. Head on over to YouTube as well. Type in Mind Over Matter in the search bar. Hit the subscribe button on there to get notified when I post future videos. We are now streaming video games as well on Twitch.tv, which is the largest video game streaming platform on the planet at this moment of time. So if you're somebody that likes video games, and just likes to have some fun or you have some extra time, follow us on Twitch.tv slash Mind Over Matter pod, P-O-D. And lastly, I have a brand new training program that's officially underway. We've been a weekend so far. It's been awesome. A lot of great feedback. So if you're somebody that's struggling with your physical fitness or your nutrition and what you put into your body, reach out to me, connect with me. I'd love to be able to tell you more about it. And it's only 25 bucks a month. So that's it. That was quick. How about that? We're fine tuning this process to start. Let's get into the content. Today's episode is brought to you by Celsius, and every freaking episode after this will be brought to you by Celsius because, hey, we're sponsored by Celsius now. And if you can't tell in my voice, I'm freaking excited about it. I'm amped because I've drank this stuff for over seven years now, and I've spent so much freaking money on it. So to be able to be sponsored now, to not have to pay for a whole lot more, it's freaking awesome. But if you're somebody who's looking for a healthier alternative to caffeinated beverages, then this is the drink for you. It has no sugar, no aspartame, no artificial flavoring, all natural ingredients for an all natural metabolic boost. And it's great before you work out. It's great in the morning when you wake up. It's just great at all times of day to give you a little bit more energy than you already have. And trust me when I say it's the best that I've drank because I've been drinking a lot of different caffeinated things for a long time because I'm freaking addicted to caffeine. And this is the best one that I've come across, and now we're sponsored by them. You can find Celsius pretty much anywhere. You can find them at 7-Eleven. You can find them at Quick Trip. You can find them at Walmart. You can find them at Kroger. You can find them at Sprouts. I don't think Racetrack has them yet because who the hell goes to Racetrack anyway? Racetrack sucks. If you work at Racetrack, I apologize. But anyway, that's it. Celsius, live fit, try it. You'll enjoy it. So a couple days ago, my aunt reached out to me. And she said, James. And fun little fact, anytime that I'm called James, even though that's technically my legal name, that's not a good thing. That means that you are in deep S-H-I-T. That means you've done something really freaking wrong. She's like, James, dot, dot, dot. You need to stop cussing on your podcast. And I was like, what? What do you mean? You know, I've already had a couple people reach out to me and say, hey, we appreciate the cussing because it gives it a little bit more energy, a little bit more vibe to it. And she was like, I just can't stand to listen to it when you cuss. And she was like, here's what I want you to do. I want you to create a poll on Instagram and on Facebook and ask people if they want you to cuss or if they don't want you to cuss on your podcast. And I'll give you a hundred bucks. Well, money talks sometimes. hundred bucks isn't a whole lot, but hey, hundred bucks feeds the dogs for another week. So I was like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. So within the first like two minutes Five of you said you appreciate the cussing. And I sent her a message that said, hey, you're in deep SHIT. You're going to lose this bet. But then 24 hours later, 60% of you and the majority ruled that you don't like cussing when listening to a podcast. So you guys just absolutely screwed me. So appreciate it. <laughs> so this is a democracy. This podcast is for you. And my aunt's going to be pleased to know that you guys freaking win. But it's funny is because when you create polls on Facebook and you create polls on Instagram, you can see exactly by first and by last name 
who votes what. And I looked at a lot of the people who voted that they hate cussing on podcasts or don't cuss. And I would venture out to say that about 80% of those people cuss like freaking sailors. <laughs> so I'm a little bit perplexed here. People always seem to vote against what I want, but hey, I guess there's always those types of people out there, but I didn't win this one. So Ant, I I was about to say your name, but I'll, I'll spare you the hate mail that a lot of other people would want to send you and myself included. Young lady, you win. I give up. But here's the thing is that I work at the fire department. A lot of people cuss. I grew up in a locker room my whole life. Guys cussed even more. I grew up cussing around my whole life. I cuss like a freaking sailor. It's just part of who I am. And I'm sure a lot of you understand that. So I'm going to do the best to tame my tongue with an asterisk mark. I can't promise you that we're going to be 100% clean. A cuss word might slip here and there, but I'm going to make a conscious effort to cut it out. So there you go. But a couple of days ago, I made a video on YouTube talking about exactly what we're going to talk about today, which is the importance of what you put into your body and what you eat. And I wanted to piggyback that episode with one here similar on this auditory platform being Apple Podcasts and Spotify, because a lot more of you listen to my content on here than you do watching it on YouTube, because it's a little bit more convenient to do so here, which is totally understandable. But also because this is really, 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 really important. But a lot of us don't make this really, 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 really important in our lives until we realize that we need to make a change, until it possibly becomes that point of no return or it's too late. So human beings, we're good at a lot of things, right? We should take pride in that. But human beings are also really good at putting things off. We're great at procrastinating. We think that we always have time and times on our side to get a task done or to accomplish something. And we were always convinced when we were younger by our parents, by grandma and grandpa that, oh, you can eat whatever you want when you're young, right? It's not going to affect you. But the problem is, is that by doing so, we're creating habit. And we're creating habit that's actually hurting us. It's not helping us. And as years go on, grandma and grandpa keep feeding you all the chocolates, keep feeding you all the candy, keep pumping you with a bunch of crap. Oh, you'll be just fine. Well, time flies and goes by like that in the blink of an eye. And before you know it, hey, you're 40. You're going in for your annual physical and you're like, oh boy. Get your blood work back and your doctor's like, hey, something's really wrong here. We're going to have to put you on medication X, Y, Z. You're going to have to take meds four or five times a day. You're going to have to do it regularly. Otherwise, you could possibly die. Crap just got real then, right? And by the way, it feels already so weird just not cussing. Like I just wanted to throw out so many cuss words right there. <laughs> so we built these habits when we were younger as kids. But we also begin to build habit as adults. Let's flash it forward a little bit. But our habits as adults are a little bit different than what they were when we were kids because as kids, we didn't have a whole lot to worry about. You know, mom and dad paid for this. Mom and dad paid for that. I had some friends help me out with this. I had some friends help me out with that. Now, obviously, for everybody, that's a little bit different, but it's pretty similar to some degree. But as adults, we start becoming self-sufficient. We start doing things on our own. And as adults, we experience more of what life has to present you, which is anxiety, which is depression, which is fear, which is doubt, which is stress. And what do human beings do when we're stressed? 
that's kind of a loaded question, right? Because a lot of people do a lot of different things for stress coping. But an article written by Harvard Med, which we're going to talk about in bulk today, and Harvard's done a lot of studies on this to piggyback this particular article in particular, is that 70% of the United States deals with stress and copes with stress by eating. Let me say that again. 70% of the United States deals with stress and copes with stress by eating. Instead of exercising, instead of doing something mentally stimulating, we revert to food. Because of why? Because of the habits we created when we were kids. When we were told we could eat all of these things, when we were given the freedom to do so without limit. We always go back to what we know, and most of us as kids, that's all we knew, right? So this article that was published by Harvard Med, it's really extensive, really extensive, but a lot of great information. It's really interesting. It's a great read, and if you're interested and you would like to see it, shoot me a message and I can link you to it. But I want to save you a lot of what this article talks about because it'll probably confuse you, especially if you don't come from a medical background or you don't really have a whole lot of knowledge in the field. So really it talked about the hormones, what the hormones secrete, the type of responses that your body has to stress and anxiety, what types of food that we crave. So what types of food does the article prove that we crave when we deal with stress and anxiety and these types of quote unquote mental disorders or things that come up in life? Well, we revert to fatty foods and we revert to sugary foods. And let me say that again. We revert to fatty foods and sugary foods. And I found this quote from the article very, very, very interesting. And I want to share it with you because I think it will spare you a lot of the time that it took to read this article and comprehend it. But it will also make a little bit more sense for those of you that don't have a medical background. So I quote from the article, once ingested, Fat and sugar-filled foods seem to have a feedback effect that dampens stress-related responses and emotions. These foods really are comfort foods in that they seem to counteract stress, and this may contribute to people's stress-induced craving for these foods. I go on to quote from the article, Of course, overeating isn't the only stress-related behavior that can add pounds. Stressed people also lose sleep, exercise less, and drink more alcohol, all of which can contribute to excess weight, end quote. So the science proves, and this article in particular proves, that you can learn a lot about somebody just based upon the types of foods that they're putting into their body and their activity level. So you now knowing this, know when somebody's going through a difficult time or somebody just maybe needs some help. But if you truly want to help those individuals that need help, you first need to help yourself. And let me say that again. If you truly want to help other people, you first have to help yourself. And that's not selfish. That's not being inconsiderate. But if you can't take care of yourself, then how can you expect to take care of other people to your utmost capability? And it all stems with the type of foods that you're putting into your body. And if you keep piling crap upon crap upon more crap into your body, you're going to feel like crap. You're going to lack motivation. You're going to lack a desire to exercise. You're going to lack energy. And that's the problem. Because what do most people complain they don't have throughout the day? It's energy. I'm too tired to do X. I'm too tired to do Y. I just can't. 
How many times have you heard that before? But here's the thing is that there's a lot of other numerous examples as to why you can be tired, right? You know, my kids kept me up all night. The dogs kept me up all night. My neighbors next door, they keep blaring music through all hours of the night and they'll never shut up. I work four to five different jobs. I'm just freaking tired. I didn't get any sleep last night. How many of you have ever fallen victim to that? You're just tired. You didn't get any sleep last night from either one of those examples or a different example I did not give. We've all been there, right? We're all human. Life happens. And I wanted to say another cuss word that starts with an S happens. But I'll tame the tongue. We're doing pretty good this episode. What do y'all think? Whew. I'll give ourselves an A plus on this one. <laughs> but eventually, if you've experienced any one of those things or all of the above, let's say you take a nap, right? You wake up from your nap, you're feeling a little bit groggy, still feeling a little bit tired, but at least you got some sleep. But here's the part where I want to challenge your thinking. Is that when you wake up from that nap, when you're still a little bit tired and you realize you need to eat nine times out of 10, you're probably going to be picking up your phone. You're going to be hopping on Uber Eats or DoorDash. You're going to be ordering Chick-fil-A. You're going to be ordering Whataburger. You're going to be ordering McDonald's or some type of variation of fast food. Because why? I need it now. Why? Because I don't have time. Well, why? Because I lack motivation. Well, why? Because I'm just freaking tired. I have no energy. Bingo. But here's the thing, and I can relate to you completely because I've done that thousands upon thousands of times, especially the days I've been hung over where you just don't want to do absolutely anything but park your butt on the couch. Again, I wanted to cuss right there and say the A word. But if you keep giving in to that type of behavior and you keep becoming a repeat offender when you're tired by reverting to fast food each and every single time because you feel like you don't have the time, you're emulating the same exact process that your body goes through whenever you put food into it. So when you put food into your body, it activates certain hormones. And through the activation of certain hormones, there are then secretions that come from these hormones. So through these habits, by becoming this repeat offender, by eating all of this fast food, you're now creating habit and certain responses from your body that are now going to crave fast food each and every single time that you're tired. Bad, fatty, and sugary foods. Which is what we put into our bodies anyway when we're stressed or going through anxiety or difficult times in our lives. So we're just doubling the effect and making it worse and harder for ourselves to come up out of that and make any type of positive change in our life. It becomes an addiction. Your body then craves what it doesn't need, but it will not stop craving what it wants until you satisfy the hunger, until you satisfy the need. But what you need to do is you need to break yourself of that addiction. You need to break yourself of that habit. You need to start implementing healthier habits into your life, being exercise and the foods that you eat. But at the same time, there also needs to be some type of realism to that start. So what I mean by that, and I promise you the light bulb is going to go off all of a sudden, but holy crap, I never thought of it that way. But now that makes sense is that it takes on average, the human being on average, and it's scientifically and statistically proven, 
It takes the human being on average two months or 66 days to be exact to create automatic behavior. And let me repeat myself. On average, it takes an average human being two months or 66 days to create automatic behavior. That's any behavior in your life, but pertinent to this example, we're talking about diet. Two months or 66 days to start implementing healthier habits into your life for them to become natural and known and your body to become accustomed to them. But the problem is for diet and for exercise, you have the zero percenters and then you have the hundred percenters. You have the hundred percent I'm all in, or you have the zero percent I'm all out. You have no middle ground. There's no in between. There's no stepping stone. And I don't know why. (laughs) I don't know how people are that stupid or that naive. So when we're talking about diet, let's say, for example, that you want to give up alcohol all of a sudden, but you've never been able to. But I'm feeling good today. I woke up. My friends are doing 75 hard or, um, you know, I I saw I read this thing in a magazine. I'm going to do it. I'm going to try it. Two to three days later, you quit. Why? Because you jumped to the conclusion and you skipped the process. You didn't work through the problem. It's the same thing with exercise. Let's say you haven't worked out since Vietnam, but you go to your first CrossFit class and say out of pride, hmm, I'm going to go for the elite level workout here, the elite level movement, the elite level weight. You work through the workout. You realize you can't do a lot of the things. You burn out, you quit, you realize you can't do it. Why? Because you skip to the conclusion and what you want but you didn't go through the process. You didn't work through the problem. You didn't scale the workout accordingly. You didn't do the right weights. You didn't do the right movements to eventually set yourself up for success to do the elite level workout. But if you start to make gradual changes in your life, then I promise you over time, you're going to start to see gradual results. And when you start to see gradual results, you start to feel and you start to experience gradual satisfaction. And when you start to feel and you start to experience gradual satisfaction, it feels good. And when something feels good, you want more and you continue to do more to a point where you start to build habit and hopefully start to live a happier and healthier lifestyle. 